Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, I'm really feeling it here. Staying out late for politics and pints and doing a number on me this morning. <laughs> How are you holding up? I haven't hit the wall yet, but... Uh, yet. Yes, yes. It's funny because you stayed there later than I did, but I get up earlier than you do. So we're on the same level yeah, playing field today. That's probably right. You know, the show ended, as we predicted, at politics and pints last night in Hopewell. And thanks to everybody who came, I think it was, I was close to a sellout. Would you say the? Uh, I think the final I'd, number was over five hundred. Yeah, it was a great the, crowd, and yeah. uh, a lot of first timers. That's what I was excited to see. Not that we don't like the long timers, but the first timers add to it. So, it well, was cool. we had a couple of people in the VIP who had been six times, but I'm curious if anybody's been to all seven, other than us. <laughs> you know, but it was a it was a great night in Hopewell. Now, if you missed last night. Get ready, because I have this feeling. Hey, by the way, the number seven points in, in at the beginning of next year. The number seven does not count uh, March twelfth, twenty twenty. Correct. Oh, good point. Remember that when they canceled minutes before we were supposed to start. I was so angry about it. That was that was um, COVID had just broken out. Right. And you remember me? I'm gonna toot my own horn. I said, guy, uh, two or three days early. I said, guys. This COVID thing, everybody's going to be freaking out. Do not cancel right before. If you're going to cancel, cancel two or three days in advance. Don't cancel right before the show. Oh, no, John, we're not going to do that. I mean, how dare you say that? I mean, no, no, no. They canceled like 15 minutes before the show. So just to show what an Iron Man I was, I went and shook hands with everybody who showed up. Apologized to them like, all right, bring on the COVID. Um, and thank God none of us got COVID. But yeah. Just different different issues when you're um, when you got to worry about lawsuits and everything than just being daring on your own. But no trouble like that last night. It was great, and you know Governor Wilder was great last night. I thought that was really interesting. The difference, the difference in you know, politics is always contentious. Always, always. You know you got different views of how the world should be, and then you do have the team aspect of it, which I think is overshadowing a lot of this stuff these days. Which jersey do you wear? The whole red and blue thing, which is absurd, um, especially when red is assigned to the Republicans who aren't the commies. You know, the Communist Party has found a home in the Democrat Party. I hate to tell you. So if we were going to assign colors, it's they haven't been assigned correctly. But um, it's always contentious. But I thought. Governor Wilder was really a breath of fresh air last night. And the guy's, what, 92, 93 years old? 
And really, when he left the stage, I was thinking he should fill in as president for the rest of the Biden term because he was actually coherent. He was smart. He was witty. He knew what was going on. He dodged one of my questions like a pro. He was not about to answer my question. I'd asked him uh, to dissect what was wrong with his party, which was a loaded question. I admit it. You know, a reporter, I'm going to ask a loaded question. He was not going to have it. But he wasn't rude about it. He just did what a good politician does. He, he dodged it. And I wasn't going to be a good reporter and follow up and pin him down on it. That wasn't the event last night. But anyway. I will say um, our friend Howard had one thing he said. Well, you know, his, his opening statements about Israel, I think we all agreed with. Yeah. Um, until, you know, and then it went off the rails from there. But anyway, but when he, I asked the question about should there be an age maximum, Oh, Should there be yeah. an, a ceiling on age for uh, for being president? president? He po- he said no, and the reason is look at Governor Wilder, and and I was like, <laughs> well, great point. <laughs> so yeah, look at Governor Wilder, exactly. and look at your guy Joe Biden, and if you can't see the difference, you're either dumb or you're lying because there's a huge difference. And he just kept defending Biden. I mean, I I even with the Israel stuff, I thought surely. This guy's not going to defend Biden. I mean, Biden just gave money to Iran. He just unleashed the money. I mean, it was absurd. Well, anyway, we can't, I can't rehash it all. It, was, it sent me into orbit last night, some of the stuff Howard was saying. We like Howard. We value Howard. But he was driving me crazy last night. And apparently the audience felt the same way. Hey, I, I got to get on to my next guest. It is Thursday morning. It's the second day of November 2023. I'm John Reed, by the way. Glad you're with us on News Radio WRVA. And speaking of politics and this back and forth, we've got the elections coming up this coming Tuesday. Lots of rallies and events over the weekend headed into Election Day. And Kim Taylor is the Republican delegate running for re-election this year in this newly drawn District 82. And, Kim, I appreciate you coming on. I watch these ads that your opponent's running against you, and I'm like, that's not the woman I know. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> You've, it's got to uh, drive you crazy. Good morning to you. It, it has. You know, two years ago, I came, you know, basically came out of nowhere. People didn't expect me to flip the Democrat district, and we did it. But that little quiet campaign that we had going on in the background that no one was paying attention to really could not have it just did not prepare me for for the campaign, you know, two years later, this campaign. Um, It's it's been something else. One of the things that I liked about you two years ago, because you remember I came down and I stood in the back of the room and listened to you speak at uh, one of the clubs. I I think we were in Petersburg the, the first time I heard you give a real campaign speech. And you talked about your business experience, small business experience with you and your husband. And I thought, all right, that is the kind of thing that was going to resonate with white voters, black voters, rich people, poor people, somebody who's actually made a payroll and understands what happens when taxes go up and fees go up and the revenue doesn't necessarily go up with it. I mean, and and it worked. And now I see these ads where they're just beating the heck out of you as if you're some sort of abusive business person. I, can I give you a, a second to answer those allegations that are on the air so prolifically right oh, now? Oh, of course. So, you know, they, they, they attacked me two years ago um, for taking PPP money. 
And you know what? All of our employees kept their jobs through the pandemic. And right. that's what that's what that money was there for. Right. It was okay. to keep businesses afloat till they till the time had passed we could reopen and you know, that was a really tough time and thousands, millions of businesses accepted that that help and it it worked. All of our employees kept their jobs. So I have nothing to apologize or um, defend myself on that. It's yeah, this the is the first time they, I've heard they, Democrats upset with somebody taking government money, and it was yeah, I know it, <laughs> it was during the the COVID crisis. But yeah, I mean, it was their good idea, quote quote, you know, and and then you know, when conservative business owners took advantage of that and tried, you know, did their best to keep their doors open and their employees, um, somehow that's a problem. So um, you know, just it, the the attacks are just. Are, they're just they're uncalled for. They yeah. they're they're ridiculous. Um, well, you know, and I've been it? going to been going when when you go door to door and somebody says, "Okay, why should I reelect you?" What is is your answer? Because a lot of people do go to the Capitol and they enjoy being at Thomas Jefferson's Capitol, and and there's some pomp and circumstance to that. What would you cite as the successes for your district, the Petersburg area, um, in the last two years? Well, my my top priority has been economic revitalization. Um, you know, we've had we've had great success taking down the Ramada Inn and oh, yeah, getting, getting budget money to, to help. Absolutely, you know, it was when when that came down, it was really a signal to Central Virginia that Petersburg was open for business. Um, Petersburg has has you know just been on the decline for fifty years, and so in the last two years, I've been working really hard to to fix infrastructure issues because we have you know, ancient infrastructure that, that when we have a freeze, the pipes burst and businesses get flooded. And so we have to, there's a lot of work that I started and need, need to continue to get Petersburg to be self-sustaining. And that's really the goal is to bring resources and jobs so that we kind of end this cycle of poverty. Um, and that starts with economic development and bringing jobs back to the city. Is that being well-received? Yes, because people are actually seeing the progress that's being made down here in yeah. the area. And when, you know, when Petersburg is healthy, that the surrounding areas are healthy, Dinwiddie and Prince George and so forth. Um, so, you know, economic development is, is a passion of mine as a small business owner to yeah. to grow business, to just, you know, create a business friendly environment where people can create jobs and and just give back to the community. This seems to have been kind of a focus area for Governor Yunkin, too. How have you worked with the Republican governor? I mean, you got to, pe- people down there need to factor that in that you've got a Republican governor who is paying close attention and trying to help. And it probably behooves you to have a Republican delegate to work with him, I would think. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we've, we've had a, we celebrated our one year anniversary with the partnership for Petersburg and, and, the, the work that's been started has been good. Um, we've we've seen a decline in violent violent crimes in Petersburg, which mm. has been great. And now, kind of moving into the second year, we we really need to look out what can we do to make this change sustainable. We well, we we have to we have to fund our police. We have to we have to again. It, it goes back to infrastructure, so that um, you know you're creating a safe environment. You're we're getting funding for first responders. Um, so really, really focusing on being sustainable in Petersburg um, is really the goal for the second year of the partnership. Yeah. 
Well, again, I'm I'm impressed and glad to see you in the race. I've, I've watched from a distance both when you were running last time and the work that you did in the General Assembly. It seems impressive to me. And, the, and you are exactly what supposedly, according to the news media, everybody wanted. A fresh voice, a business person, a woman. You know, I think you check all the boxes. And I appreciate the <laughs> fact that you've been so open about coming on the air with us over the last two years. Kim Taylor the Republican running for re-election in District 82. And it's Petersburg, and how would you, just real quick, where, where are the boundaries here? So it's the majority of Dinwiddie County. It's yeah. the entire city of Petersburg, the, the majority of Prince George County, and then it's also Surrey County in the uh, new 82nd. You got some territory. Put some miles on the car. I do. I do. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's a, thank you, John. Kim Taylor, thank you. 747, we're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.